0: Hello, and welcome to Blaze Pod. It is Tuesday, the ninth of August. My name's Ben, and on the line it is Andrew. How are things, my friend?
1: Very good. Very hot.
0: <laughs> it is very hot. Yeah, I am sticking to my chair right now. I don't know if that's that's too much information for people. But <laughs> the thing is, I, I I sort of need to keep the door closed because uh, the little one's just gone to bed, and I might I might wicker up by you know getting getting over excited about. Um, United's performance at the weekend. But yes. anyway, um, yeah, so uh, I I missed the game on Saturday, unfortunately, due to uh, failing a fitness test on Friday morning, which is unfortunately a COVID test. Um yeah, so is that, is that we got combined four COVID cases between the two? Of yeah, them? yeah,
1: between. It were like McBurney and I'm trying to think of everyone else who's always injured. Who's always injured? Moose I don't egg? want to say oh, <laughs> Moose egg. That's a bit harsh on one of us, though, isn't it, to be fair, saying Moose
0: egg. <laughs> it is a little bit. Um, I mean, I suppose I might still have it now, I was still positive this morning. That was the most. I can't oh. wait to test negative. I feel much better. Um, I was and, laughing,
1: uh, actually. You texted me before the game where you said. Uh, you were hoping for a negative test, but it were it, it were that red. It was just like missing flashing lights. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I took, uh, Friday I discovered that that I got it, and then uh, yeah, Saturday I was like, oh, I'm, I've had it a few days. I've been feeling a bit ill a few days. I'm starting to feel a bit better now. Like trying to will myself feel better. It's like, mm. Saturday morning, I just taking a test, and then, yeah, it's like, oh, for God's sake, like yeah, it, it, I could have. It, it could have been more clear if I'd scribbled on it with like red marker, I think, and <laughs> the dreaded line. But uh, yeah, anyway, so. Unfortunately, in you know, miserable timing for many, many reasons, of which uh, United is one of the more trivial ones, I suppose. But that meant I missed the game, and I also missed uh, you know, a whole great day out that I've been looking yeah. forward to for months. Uh, yeah, I'd like to comment obviously that were really good to
1: meet up with Chad, obviously, coming over from America from Red right Off Sheffield. And- the Tufty Club last Travelling Blade and everyone else like it was a really really good day and obviously you were sp- and your dad as well the pod father.
0: yeah I, I, <laughs> um, hate I hate you all I
1: hate you all obviously met him before as well but it was a good day I'm not going to um, lie to you I might just tell you a rare rubbish well, I'm, he's I'm, an idiot Chad <laughs> <laughs> t- dead bat's an idiot as
0: well yeah <laughs> currently giving an obscene gesture to the microphone <laughs>
1: Um.
0: so yeah I missed the game uh, and I didn't get uh, I was technologically unable to um Watch too much of it, so I'm. I'm leaning on your expertise here. Do you want to just talk for the next half an hour? Give me a detailed breakdown of uh, the game. I'll just kick back and drink a bit of water.
1: Yeah, that's fine by me. It was really, <laughs> com- really, really comfortable. To be fair, I think we. I, I saw some people like. I mean, Liam who was sat with like uh, time uh, full time. He said like he was a little bit disappointed. All us because you did fit. You did feel that they could have got four or five. But I thought we. I think it was revolution actually on s too. Um, who said that, in a weird way, that second half, and I never thought of it like this, we're better in the sense that he showed a different side to us in the sense that we defended that well. Mm. And this is a team who's caused us massive amounts of problems in the last like couple of seasons or whatever it's been. Yeah. Obviously, the last yeah. two games, the only team to do the double-overs last season. What we know all about the big corners and throws and everything like that. And we dealt with it so comfortably. And not... Any point in the match that I think, oh, this is slipping away from us a bit. They did get control more in the second half, but they did nothing with it. And I think we still created the best chances.
0: Yeah, and obviously two 0 up at that point, it's put, the game's pretty much going to script in it. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of mm-hmm. what I got written down. Like the, the big headline, I suppose, is we're off. Obviously, we've got a, a first points, yes. first win, and uh, a nice win over a team that, as you said, I've literally got this written down, given us a lot of problems in recent years. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, in. All sorts of different ways, really, but particularly being the archetypal, you know, big physical side from that lean on set pieces. Um, yeah. Uh, metaphorically as well as literally, I suppose. And we managed to uh, get past the Cooper curse as well. He Well done, everyone who put a bet on um, Cooper to score any time. You successfully warded off that demon. They
1: were a bit in the last minute of the game, and a uh, shout-out to Eggie because he pointed this out. Um they were, a, they put a ball across the area about ninety fourth minute, and there was no one in the box apart from one. Like, where I thought, it was just a strike, and he just missed out. And he was like, "Oh, fair. it was Cooper." He's like, "Why is he up there at the ninety fourth minute on his own in the area?" It's like they were almost like you were thinking, "Hang on, I've not scored, on not <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is strange. <laughs> yeah, he must have known that everyone had bet on him, and he was trying to. Uh... I suppose that is probably the only point I would be would have been happy with the Jake Cooper goal is ninety fourth minute at 2-0. They
1: got a free kick with about two minutes to go, and have a rubber man. Here we go. This is where my money comes in.
0: <laughs> I mean, it looked like from uh, from what I have seen, and you know, look at the stats and stuff. It looked like a uh, certainly a much more positive attacking performance. Um, we were
1: fantastic in the first half. Absolutely, mm-hmm.
0: I think that were a really,
1: really good, maybe the best first half we've had off the top of my head, maybe since Middlesbrough. Um, I might have missed something. out Oh, Fulham, obviously. Fulham, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Of course, Fulham were better than that. But it were it that sort of, you know, I'm not saying it was as high as that Fulham first half or the Middlesbrough first half, but it was, were went far off. It was that sort of ballpark. Really intense, going for it every single time. And I think a massive part of that, and we mentioned last week that that, that's, those three centre halves don't get forward enough in the sense because you play clock on the right-hand side and then, Norrie and Davis, obviously, as a, as a center half, that completely changed. Anel just every single time he got the ball in the first half, in particular, ran straight forward in, a, in the same way that Basham does, mm. but far more controlled than Basham. I think it's fair <laughs> to say, which is not knocking Basham because that works for Basham. You know that he's he doesn't know what he's doing, so no one else does. But <laughs> it were really good, and Clark on his right, on his better side as well. Did exactly the same, not 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 to the same degree, in fairness, uh, as an L. But he looked far more comfortable on the ball than I thought he would, and it made such a difference just having the two centre halves get the ball and run forward. Whereas at Watford, we saw, that, didn't we? were just passing around at the
0: back, and you know, we never really got forward. Yeah. So d- talk to me about there, because I've obviously uh, I've watched the you know the the reel of his uh, like every touch that he had during the game <laughs> uh, with with great delight. I've got to say. Um, yeah, he, he was extremely involved going forward and, and looked really solid defensively as well. Just going on those clips, which obviously did not include any times that he, you know, got beaten or missed a tackle or anything like that. But I don't yeah. really remember
1: missing a tackle, to be completely honest. Mm. I think, like I say, I'm more impressed with him in an attacking sense than in a defensive sense. But that it, it, the defensive side was sound as well. It's just that Millwall didn't offer that much. So we probably didn't see if there is any weaknesses there in that in, in that sense, but. Going forward, you know, I think he had more shots. I think it was Redarth who said it today. He had more shots than any other player on the pitch, uh, and he's obviously a centre half, so it really, really added to us in an attacking sense. And as I said, defensively, I don't remember him making any mistakes. Really big lad as well. Really like looks quite strong and really happy with his with his debut.
0: Mm. So I mean, is that have we have we found the Chris Basham successor here?
1: It's one game in it, but it, it were a really really sort of... It was a really impressive debut. And as I said, the way that he played impressed me more than the performance. And what I mean by that is the way that he seems to play, really comfortable on the ball, willing to get forward, willing to cross and shoot and stuff like that. I think that's... For, for, we are obviously been worried about... Uh, you know the attacking? Have we got enough sort of centre forwards? And how is this team going to get on the pitch? And the fullbacks aren't really creative. This guy, if he carries on in that sort of form, is going to be a massive bonus to us going forward.
0: Mm, I'm, I, I was excited by uh, seeing getting this like uh, third hand, if you like, everybody raving about it. And yeah, then when I when I saw t- some of the clips of him playing, as well, yeah. I was like, oh, I am very much looking forward to seeing this. You know what? It was one of the. Minutes.
1: I think there were five players on the pitch who could have put their hands up for Man of the Match, and was one of them, and I. Berger were my particular Man of the Match. Um, and then Egan and Clark. I thought all those five were at least 8, 9 out of 10.
0: Excellent. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that with Clark. I think you... I, I don't want to particularly go in on random members of our fan base, I suppose. But I, and this is this is happened with every single club, every single season. But there were some pretty big overreactions, I thought, from week one. Um, one of which was like Clark is going to be terrible. Like, yeah, yeah I think yeah. he'll be fine. Like, I, I don't, I sort of don't expect him to start every game for us. Um, I, I guess I'd be surprised if he does, but he'll be fine in that position. I'm sure he will at this level. And, and the other one is is Fleck who. I don't know. I mean, obviously, this sounds a bit weird because I didn't actually see the game, but I I don't know if I'd like... I felt like I'd I'd sort of slipped into a coma or something with with Fleck earlier this week. Yeah, I was getting quite frustrated. (laughs) There's some total sort of... I don't know what the the word is, but it's... You know, with, with somebody just like... Uh, it's almost like an echo chamber somebody just says like an extreme point of view and then it just becomes like it becomes fact when it was just opinion you know and everyone like sort of just parrots the same line I saw right. someone
1: say he's not had a good game for two and a half years I that's exactly QPR... what I
0: mean that's like... yeah. QPR at home last season in particular
1: were one of the best individual performances that any of our players had and look he's not as good as he was he's not as consistent as he was and, he, and he's he's not as productive as he was I'm not going to say oh he's still the same old John because I don't think he is but people are lobbing him in with Ender Stevens and even McBurney and you're thinking, yeah. What? You know, he he's a perfectly fine squad player.
0: Yes, absolutely that. I think uh, you know, should we try and improve on Fleck or, or want more out of someone playing that many minutes for us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. i you know, we said he he had an okay season last season, it wasn't wasn't good by any means. But is this he, is what I mean. is he okay at championship level? Yeah, he's absolutely fine. He's like he's yeah. he's an average championship midfielder.
1: I gave him six out of ten last season, and I gave Stevens a three. And when I see them both lumped in with each other, I, I think it's really, really harsh and flag. He's not been as good. And he, like I say, he's not been the same player since lockdown, basically. But a lot of our players haven't, to be fair. Yeah. But he has put in. I think he's inconsistent, but he has put in really, really good performance. Middlesbrough at home, another one he got took off quite early in that. But for that first half an hour or whatever, he dictated play, and yeah. he has had good games. This is not a guy who's completely fallen off a cliff. He's poorest
0: in the playoffs as well. Forest away in the playoffs,
1: two games yeah. Ago. yeah. Two games to go. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't get this sort of, this, like I say, bunching him in with other players who really haven't had a good game for two and a half years. Yeah. I hope Doyle is better than him. I hope Doyle offers yeah. more oh, going yeah, I forward, think improve more creative. Yeah. it up is, is, a, is, at the moment, is an average championship midfielder. He's not a midfielder that you'd, you'd probably put into a, a team going for top two, for instance, I think. I mean, yeah. it could happen, but, you know, he could get his form back. But fair play to him, obviously, second goal as well. You know, he did really well to, to, to read where that pass go going, get there first, and then put a pass through for burger.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly why why I bring up his name. So, just to tick off the first goal, I mean, a, 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 a classic Millwall goal, really, of all things. Yeah. with uh, A goal kick sails down the pitch, Brewster uh, sort of levers two centre-backs into each other as part of... I think it's a foul, to be honest. Do you really
1: think it's a foul? I do, actually, yeah. Uh, I looked... I didn't at the time, obviously, but I looked back and I thought, yeah, I think he's pushed him. I do. Oh, I do think I, Yeah, you're not having it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I could see why... I think if it would been given, I would just like shrug and be like, yeah, fine, whatever. But yeah. I don't know. It, it, when I first watched it, nothing about it made me think that's a foul, no, no. to be honest. It's just... You know, you just challenge for a header, don't you? He's got his arms up and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. That that would have been pretty soft, I think. And then, yeah, the ball runs through to Njai. Great speed, great strength to leave uh, another defender laid on the floor. And uh, a lovely composed finish and a collective shout for him to be our player of the year. is off to a fine start, I think. Yes. He would definitely win that award right now.
1: Absolutely fantastic. Other than uh, uh, the only issue he's got, and it might work in our favor, is that he can't finish 90 minutes. Once again, mm-hmm. we got to the hour mark and he's sort of like just sorting around anything. And it's, I think someone said that, um, I can't remember where it was, I can't remember where I read this, but someone said that, um, when he goes down, it's their cue to go to the toilet because you know, <laughs> he's going to be there like for about five minutes and then you know they, they're finally going to get taken off. but. When he were on the pitch, he were, he was were fantastic. Just the, the strength and the hold-up play and everything. And it does seem like he's got it all, mm. other than his fitness.
0: Yeah, I've, I've raved about him loads. I mean, I yeah. I put this to you the other day, but I think he... I, yeah, I will I will commit to it. I think he's better than David Brooks was for us already. Like, I and, think he's definitely better than Brooks was for us. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think Brooks improved once he we went to Bournemouth. But from what we saw of Brooks playing for us, I think Endai's given us more.
0: I think he's just his raw tools are just better as well in terms of his, like... I know he keeps going off uh, because he can't complete nine minutes, but, you know, Mm. speed, strength, and, yeah, all the sort of awareness that goes with it as well. I think he's just such a smart player. Um, Yeah, great finish from him. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed watching his little highlight reel as well, actually, of all his touches. It's just... When I watched that, I was like, do you know, maybe when we've sort of fretted all summer about, like, oh, we need to replace Morgan Gibbs-White, mm. I feel like we sort of all forgot about enjoy potentially being that. I don't think you will find
1: a much more like-for-like replacement that I've seen mm. for who we're realistically going to get, you know, than Gibbs, then then die uh, in the sense of the new Gibbs-White, if you like.
0: Yeah. Because we talked about it last year, it was like, Maybe the replacement is already here. Maybe it is isn't Jai, but then I feel like we sort of forgot about it when the transfer window opened. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe you know, maybe it's a slightly different role that he, he ends up playing. But um, yeah, it, a great start to the season for him. Uh, mm. Brewster getting a start as well. Uh, I thought he played really well, Brewster. I've seen mixed, mixed reviews on him, but. I think
1: it were. I think it a Dead by his report actually he said it was a, a more mature performance than you've seen for him. And I think it's the best I've seen him play as a lone striker. I said before this game, obviously, that I'd like to see him up front with Kadra and Berger behind. But had did what I think you could really realistically ask for him in that role. It wasn't yeah. like he was getting chance after chance or anything like that. But he linked up well and he got. Knocked off a little bit, but he looked a lot stronger than he has been, you know, in the last couple of seasons. And and he, he worked really, really hard. And I really wish he had took that penalty because I think mm. if he'd have got that, there'd have been a massive sort of weight off his shoulder for this season.
0: Yeah, well, get on to that in a second. Actually, um, I, I loved. So I, yeah, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but um, I, I loved the way he won the penalty, Brewster. You know, mm. just. Controls the ball outside the box and is like, okay, well, you know, one of you is going to have to tackle me. I'm just going to basically attempt to dribble round yeah. three players and get a shot in. And yeah, he gets he gets clipped for a pretty clear penalty. But yeah, the second yeah, goal. I, I, Sorry, go. on.
1: No, no, I was going to say I I'm was really impressed. It was one of those, obviously, sat on the cop, and you think, guys, they're going to clear this. Obviously, there's too many around him. And the next minute, he's still got the ball, and you're like, hang on,
0: <laughs> it's a penalty. So love it, love that confidence. Uh, I'm always always on board with players trying something. Out of the ordinary, like not just making a safe pass to a wing-back, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah, the second goal comes from a, a Millwall corner, of all things. Um, so, yeah, we, we concede from our own corner against Watford, and then yeah. uh, Millwall kind of shoot themselves in the foot. Which, which do you think was the biggest shooting in the foot? Uh, the goal that we scored here or the goal that we conceded at Watford?
1: I think this is a bigger mistake. I think with the Flecken and, and Davis thing, it's poor it's yeah. really poor this is just I don't think you can. I have no idea he's, I mean it's I think the what I'd probably class it as is Creswell obviously gives it away I think he was being really lazy in the sense that he just thought well there'll be someone there
0: I was about <laughs> to say help me out here because no TV angle I've seen has, has shown this was there anyone in the right back nobody position? near it nobody <laughs> they got the ball obviously as you see in centre half and he just
1: sort of instinctively I think thought well there'll be a right back here and obviously he just didn't look and just passed it and then it was obviously Fleck running onto it, and you're thinking, "Oh no, not it!" Because he got the fastest like, play, but he, to be fair, got hold of a really good pasta burger. And then I thought he'd taken it too wide burger. I don't know if you watched this live or you already no, knew. No, no, I didn't get. To see no, that. it was one of those like, you- yeah?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really good finish. And uh, like I said, I think it, it. I think he just shaded my man of the match burger.
0: Mm. Nice to see him get started as well. Uh... Yeah, good. Um, I think it's him that like clears the ball initially, isn't it, from our own? Yeah, block? with a header. Yeah, he on... two headers that I saw.
1: I can't believe it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he, yeah, so he ends up basically, you know, running the full length of the pitch. Essentially, uh, you know, firstly to close down uh, the other centre back. I'm not sure who it was. It was back there, and then uh, yeah, sees that Fleck is going to get there first and runs onto it. Just on I forget away.
1: by the way. Uh, one of the things that I do want to point out is that. In the second half, when we were obviously a lot deeper, he was fantastically defensively, I felt, at just getting us up the pitch. Sort of mm, getting mm. the ball, running, and then winning a throw on the halfway line. It probably didn't seem like much at the time, but I noticed that, you know, no one flag, no one in particular is obviously not going to run with the ball when he's in a, in a position, a defensive position. You don't say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Berger sort of just just to get us up the field to, to sort of relieve that sort of pressure. That, not pressure in a sense of like they were throwing attack after attack, but they did have a lot of possession. Mm. And just him getting us up the field and then having to start again, I thought were really important in the
0: second half. Mm. Music to my ears, this. And then, uh, yeah, we win a penalty, as I said. Brewster mm. gets fouled in the box. Norwood takes it and goes low to the keeper's right and the keeper makes it. Did he? Who would,
1: would have thought that? He's, not, <laughs> he's well,
0: never got that way before, has he? <laughs> yeah, so why is Norwood taking the penalty? Well, he is the designated, he is our like first choice penalty taker when Sharp mm. isn't on the pitch anyway. But I think that probably changes now, do you reckon? I, I've read, <laughs> and I didn't hear this myself, but I did
1: read that someone said that he, uh, Hackingbottom in the in the after match interview said that Norwood is going to get pushed down now. So mm.
0: I think uh, he probably should. He obviously missed one in the um uh, the playoffs, uh, and then he misses this one as well. Well, oh, look at his it, it, history of penalties
1: actually. And before he joined us, it, it, yeah, joined us, he only ever missed one, um, and then yeah. he's joined us and he's missed three. I think, yeah, three. Uh,
0: yeah. So one in uh, like the whole shootout on his debut, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, He's one of them now, where he's like, he's, he's technically below average, like mm. percentage wise. He's like sixty odd percent, and the average is like 75, 78. Yeah. But you know, if he if he scores his next penalty, he'll go back to being average. That's, yeah, that's the yeah, I think thing.
1: for me, it's all about that I, I think the pressure on him mm. will be really big if he has to take the next penalty. I think mm. if you miss your last two. He's all right missing one. Everyone misses well. If you've missed your last two, and then I can't imagine the, the sort of pressure that must be when you're taking, you know, the, if you if you lined up for the next penalty. Yeah. I think Berg is probably next in line for me if Sharp's not on the perch.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd be surprised if that's not the case. Yeah, I think I completely agree uh, with what you're saying about confidence and stuff and um, like the pressure of it. But I think also when you sort of step back, it's kind of weird that we let Norwood take penalties because he's all right. He's He's great at pinging the ball 60 yards onto somebody's instep. He's absolutely terrible at yeah. shooting. And, and not just in a, like, he doesn't hit the target way. I, I think he's, I don't know, his, his striking the ball's not amazing either. It's not about it's Bernie levels, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just it, it seems sort of bizarre to me. In, he's like, been penalty retrospect.
1: taker
0: at a couple of other clubs he's
1: been at. I think it was Huddersfield and who were with first-choice penalty taker. Hmm. So it's obviously something that he's been successful in because, you know, not everyone else has let him take penalties. But I do think it's time to step up. I think Brewster took him from England under 21s. I think that's right. Or yeah, a yeah.
0: I think there's only one... I'm trying to... I think this is right. I think there's only one player uh, that, that played on, on Saturday who hasn't missed a penalty for us, and that would be... Um... Burger, yeah, because Bruce Smith in the cup, didn't he? Yeah, against Southampton, yeah. Osborne, did Osborne play? I'm not sure he's yeah, on actually. Osborne came on. He's,
1: he. I was really disappointed he didn't set one in the semi final. I don't think we even talked about that with everything else that went on, but he just smashes them, doesn't he, Osborne?
0: He <laughs> does, yeah. But yeah, I think I think Burger will turn from now on. Um, yeah. uh, for the you know, for what it's worth, I don't think it's a particularly bad penalty. Like no, he does, he safety. does strike it pretty well. It is a good save, but as you said, he goes that way pretty much every time. Like. Uh, what's the guys name Brees Samba knew that the ball was going that way in the shootout he had it written on his drinks bottle to go the same way is quite a bold See Sharp, Sharp used to go down the middle every single penalty and I
1: remember I think it was Chillingham at home might be wrong I remember the keeper you remember that one? the keeper just stood there and didn't even dive and tipped it over the bar.
0: Yeah, I don't remember who it was, but I know what you mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then since then, to be fair to him, he puts them in different corners and you know tries different stuff every time. Mm. As you said with Norwood, everyone knew where we were that. I was just staring into that corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't cost us. Um, and I I think that's a good point you bring up, uh, if, if it was Revolution that made that, that in a, in a funny way, being... 2-0 up and seeing it out kind of professionally if you like in the second half we would probably get a bit more out of that than if we go 3-0 up and you know it's just a total stroll and we're never under any pressure so yeah I'm, i feel like i'm just saying that no one did the right thing here or something like that but you know i'm trying to take a, uh, <laughs> <Not yet>. a <laughs> missing it on purpose was, was you know the galaxy brain plan all along but, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm trailing off whatever point I was going to make there So, second half uh, Yeah, mate, brought on a few subs but no, no Kadra, no Mcatee. Mcatee was in the yeah, squad,
1: Yeah, a, right? a lot of people disappointed about that What I'll defend there is that It was only 2-0 And exactly. I think if, if those two come on And like Eckenbottom said after him He's explained himself, to be fair Which makes sense to me That they aren't as tuned in to how we want to play defensively yet um, they're, they're obviously attacking wise. They'll just do what they want to do. But hmm. in a defensive sense, you tune 0 up. Is there any point in bringing them on just for just a given to give them game time? I don't know. I think I, hopefully they'll play on Thursday night.
0: Yeah, I, I expect they probably will. To be honest, and I imagine that probably went through Heckingbottom's head as yeah. well. Of like, yeah. well, there's not really much point. Why why take the small risk of uh, you know losing our defensive solidity or whatever when we've got another game coming up in uh, mm-hmm. In five days, that doesn't really matter if we lose it. Um, I'm sure some people will disagree with that, but uh, yeah, that's that's my position. I agree. Watch. I'm with you. Yeah. So uh, there we go. We're 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 off and running. We've got our first win of the season. Uh, I, I took. I don't know whether you look at the championship table after two games, but I did not to see where we were in it, but to see how many teams had won both of their two games. Yeah, and it okay. is. One solitary team has a 100% record after and two just, games.
1: Listened, do you listen to the Not Top 20 pod? Obviously,
0: I've talked to only Brad. sporadically. I've not listened to it yet this week.
1: Uh, yeah, the Blackburn... I think this. I'm think i right in saying. I think they've scored... Oh, how many goals have they scored? Is it th- four goals they've scored or something?
0: Four or five, I think, yeah. And I think,
1: whichever it is, I think it's eight, four. They've only had five shots on target. <laughs> so yeah, they've they not been absolutely dominating sides or anything. So it just goes... To, I mean, I watched West Brom Watford last night. West Brom were... Uh, a thousand times better than Watford. But they've only got two points. From to be fair, two difficult games. It's it's all up in the air in it this season. You can tell already. <laughs>
0: right? Sorry, I, I you've blown me away though, with Blackburn. They have the I mean it's really it's very, very early, but they've scored four goals on 0.8 X G. They have the yeah. They have the twenty-first highest XG in the league, <laughs> and they they're saying, top not, of it.
1: They were saying, "Not, Todd said I'm not
0: not going to get carried away with Blackburn, just yet." with these sort of numbers, but yeah. But that's the championship, isn't it? Like uh, we've played two games, and and everyone apart from Blackburn has already dropped points. So uh, yeah, that's that is the championship for it, I suppose. I suppose. Um, I was going to ask you if you'd had a good day on Saturday, but you've already answered that. Yeah, one already, absolutely obviously.
1: fantastic, really. Yeah, it, um, it'd be now great. Back at the lane brilliant to be back at the lane it was sort of yeah I mean the atmosphere were really good for about half an hour and then it sort of it were almost too comfortable in a way and then the second half there were a few nerves around and all this sort of stuff but I really enjoyed it yeah really good to get back in the swing of things and looking forward to seeing you next time as well <laughs>
0: yeah I know flipping it. absolutely gutted but I, I'm, I'm slightly uh, what's the word pacified by the fact that I believe we have three home games in uh, three days uh, three home games well, oh and I hope <laughs> <laughs> Two home games in three days coming up, right? Yeah, we play on uh, Sunderland next Wednesday and then Blackburn uh, themselves on the following Saturday. So I don't have to wait too long in theory to, um, to get I, back but to But looking back at it, I mean, just sort of looking
1: at the next couple of games you've got as well, it's been a pretty difficult start, really. Watford away, mm-hmm. Millwall at home, you expect to be top ten at least. And then we've got Millsborough away and then newly promoted Sunderland at home. I think that's a fairly difficult start.
0: Yeah, Yeah I think you're probably right Uh, and we'll talk about Borough uh, very shortly actually but yeah firstly just quickly wanted to touch on the cup that is obviously Mm. Thursday night at West Brom Uh, a very dull cup draw unfortunately Uh, I presume you are happy enough with you know masses of rotation here or do you want do you want a pretty strong first team with just a few changes?
1: I think the team for me I mean it probably won't go like this picks itself other than the defence I, I maybe the goalkeeper I don't know if uh, what is it Asima or whatever it's called I don't know if it's pronounced Amisar
0: or Amissa
1: I don't know if he's ready realistically to play a you know, a professional game or whatever I'm not sure but in terms of attacking sense, I think you've got to play Kadri you've got to play Makati Arblaster plays hmm. I think Osborne comes in either at right wing back or left. Max Lowe comes in I think there's a lot of sort of certainties that will play I think we're really short in defence and you do think, do we risk Egan? Do we risk Clark? You know, I imagine if Bash is fit, hopefully he can come in as well. Obviously, yeah, McBurney's yeah. Burnie's played today, he's not going to be fit for Thursday, but we've got a few players back and obviously we've lost uh, Kabayi today as well, we've found out as well.
0: Yeah, so, a, so yeah, as you said, the under twenty, it's under-21s now, isn't it? I think they've... Yeah, they've changed under
1: it, off- haven't they, to under-21s.
0: Yeah, with the same kind of overage player rules, I think, um, hence why McBurney was playing. Um, yeah, so is it, Kyron Gordon did not play in that, so that suggests he is probably going to... I guess he will probably start in defence in the league. He will,
1: he's, he's a cert for me. He's one of the certs. Gordon, while as I said, Osborne, Kadra, McAtee, and then whoever's not playing on Saturday, Sharp or Jefferson up front.
0: Yeah, our blaster also not included in that. Team, yeah, he is only play. eighteen, obviously. So, pre- uh, sorry, in he, didn't, he didn't play for the under twenty ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Asula did play today. So he probably, I don't know, maybe I guess it was like two games in two days. Yeah, that's probably asking a bit. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, we've got no we've
1: obviously got Jebison and Sharp. We've probably, well, Sharp probably does need maybe sixty minutes or something. Yeah.
0: Sure. I forgot Jebison. Yeah, I'd, I'd like Jebison start. I think we should start Max Lowe uh, in the league cup. Yeah. That's. Clip that, that's the only time I'm gonna say that all season.
1: <laughs> I don't think we should risk Baldon either, because
0: um, yeah. he's
1: literally the only right back we've got. Um I was a little bit more I was thinking, you know, if, if Baldon were injured you could play Vanel and on at right wing back, which I think he has played before. he, he mm. seems good enough to do that, but you won't want to do it for a long period of time. So I'd yeah. probably play Osborne at right wing back and then I don't know, someone with our blaster in midfield, I'm not really sure off the top of my head. I mean Doyle's back on the grass. On
0: uh, the grass up,
1: yeah. If you know, if he can do twenty minutes or something tomorrow, Thursday, that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, I probably would play a, a Messi you know, and goal. I, yeah, I, just while we while Wes is our only senior goalkeeper, I um, mm. I won't want to lose him for a game that is less meaningful. Um, the big two yeah. worries for me would be Clark and Baldock, just purely because
1: we've got no backup for him.
0: Yeah, fair Uh You mentioned it there, Ishmaela Koulibaly. It's uh, <laughs> the way this was announced is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, <laughs> all, the, all the reporting is like so. Anyway, this plays fit and this plays fit, and everything's looking great. And uh, Coolie <clears throat> Barley's having a knee operation today, so <laughs> yeah, he's out for a while. But um... I've not seen the interview, but it was brilliant. Out it was sort of it, like it a quote from
1: McCall all good news. Uh, <laughs> but right at and then, end. oh, yeah, and by the way, he's probably going
0: to be out for the season. Yeah, right, next. <laughs> So, I, I think this is uh, a <laughs> minor knee surgery from what it sounds like. I don't think he's, it doesn't sound like he's injured himself. It's just they've like found a problem with his knee that needs to get fixed, if you like. I know that sounds kind of like the same things, but it's not like he's, you know, ruptured his ACL or anything by, from what they were saying. So, hopefully, it won't be too long a spell on the sidelines, but that's a bummer because, you know. He would that's... have been
1: straight in as well for me. I think him and our blaster would have in my midfield tomorrow, uh, Thursday night.
0: Uh, yeah, and it, I just think it massively delays us finding out what we've got with him. To be honest, because yeah. you know he's, yeah. that's going to, well, it'll, almost certainly will he'll not be fit by the time the transfer window ends. So we won't be able to go on loan anywhere if we decide he's you know not up to scratch for our first team. So yeah, it's a, it's a bummer all around that one. To be honest, I, I was hoping he'd, he'd play against West Brom as well, but um, yeah, sadly not. Hopefully, he makes a, a quick recovery and. Uh, we can find out what we've got with him, I guess. Yeah. Um, sounds like West Brom are going to rotate pretty heavily as well. So, uh, yeah, expect the standard...
1: CR7 will probably be playing, actually, cause he's not been Seven. playing the first
0: couple of games. So, Yeah, expect the standard scrappy cup game, I uh, I, I'm not, I don't even
1: think it's on TV. I don't think there's any... It's not. To watch and, it uh,
0: up, so. I don't know. Car- Carabao used to... I think they oh, used to website. stream it on their site, but I don't know if they stream it in the UK anymore. So yeah, not. I'm not
1: sure. I'm not really that bothered. Great, great, I mean,
0: I'll, I will keep great, a,
1: great. an ear to the to Radio Sheffield, but uh, I'm not really that bothered about it, I have to admit.
0: Yeah, I'd say I'd be more interested in... I, I, I'm nerdy. I, I quite like games like this in terms of... You know, Just see the fringe players, yeah? Yeah, if it was on YouTube oh, or something. I think, I'd sorry, I would watch, watch it. Watch it. I, if I could get hold of it, I would watch it. But
1: yeah. I, I, what I mean is I'm not going to be sort of jumping around at my screen, like, you know, <laughs> if we concede or whatever, so...
0: Yeah, fair enough. Just get it on YouTube, come on, like... yeah. Early, first round of the Cup. The attendance is never more than, like, 10,000 anyway. It's not yeah. like attendance would be harmed by putting up. Anyway. And also, like, obviously
1: Sunday. I mean, I don't know if you found out if it's on the red button or whatever, but that's obviously because it's a rearranged game. There's no way of watching that at the moment that I can see.
0: Yeah, so, I, I don't know. Uh, watch the space on that. We'll talk about Borough now. Um, I remember Barnsley last year wasn't really... Uh, Banshee, where this is wasn't yeah. really advertised anywhere. Um, it was just kind of an open secret that it was going to be on because it sort of fit in with their guidelines of like. Yeah, yeah. I think any game that was on move, I think there was something like any game that was moved from a Saturday to a different day would be on the red button or something. Right, I mean, if uh, that,
1: well, that's the case, and that's fantastic. But because I, I don't again Sunday, you're going to be sh- scrambling around for a stream if. if if nothing else.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, let's, let's talk about Borough quickly. Um, and, of course, we have to talk about Chris Wilder. Um, specifically, does it... I mean, do you... I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like I've completely uh, exercised any demons around yeah. going up yeah. against Chris Wilder. I did, not saw was on the S2 thread today about Wilder, <laughs> which
1: descended into... Yeah, if you wants a monster, look at that. But yeah, it's a huge argument. But, oh, yeah, dear. I'm fine about it. I think he did fantastically well for us it ended a bit sour because we were rubbish in that final mm. season lots of things to blame lots of reasons not not some of it Wilder not probably not the majority to do with Wilder to be fair but and that's it you know he had a great spell a bit like I've not got the animosity I did when sort of Warnock first left mm. um, it reminds me a lot more of someone like I mean they were a bit young at the time but Bassett leaving nothing against him when he came back against us
0: yeah in terms of, because I remember we we were dreading, uh, yeah. the prospect of Wilder managing a team against us last season. I mean, I, I, for me personally, that's like completely evaporated now. I think, yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Obviously, it's, winning, game. Um...
1: It's, just, it's a game against probably a top six challenger. It's a big game, but not mm. for the Wilder factor for me.
0: Yeah, I, I feel good about that in terms of like I can just you know park those emotions now because yeah, that was a genuine concern last season, and yeah, I think. I would have been really, uh, really down in the dumps if Wilder had got promoted last season and we hadn't, like, ultimately. I, I oh, yeah, that would have been awful. I old. think I can honestly say that now, like, having sort of contemplated it for about six months. I but- remember when
1: we lost to Derby and they just won against someone and they'd gone top six for the first time all season. And we, we hmm. were on the train now and i we were thinking, we were talking, saying... He's gonna go up with him. <laughs> we're gonna be yeah. mid-table, we're bottom, and then, yeah. Uh, but I, like I say, to, to me at the moment, it's I find it interesting. Obviously, I, I told you to listen to his interview after he's mm. absolutely. I advised anyone to listen to his post-match interview against uh, QPR on Saturday. He's absolutely gone in on his team, hasn't he? Yeah,
0: it's, I, I, I followed your advice. When I went and watched it, and uh, yeah, miles from promotion. He, you know, bites a journalist's head off. Essentially, don't know mm-hmm. if are asking a, a pretty pretty banal, please give me a sound bite for the paper. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I think he just asks, essentially asks if the players are disappointed or what the mood's like in the mm-hmm. dressing room or something like that. And uh, Yeah, Wilder bites his head off in a... He has a
1: go the, at the ref, which is unlike Wilder. He, he's absolutely furious, I think it's fair to say, after that, that game. He says something along the lines of, if you're expecting us to compete with the likes of Sheffield United and West Brom and... And whoever, then, you know, you, you've obviously not been paying attention or something. Mm. He did this with us, to be fair. He takes the pressure. Yeah, but not after
0: a... two games. Like, no, it... this is what I was
1: surprised about. Because I remember when we lost 3-0 to Middlesbrough, funnily enough, and that second game mm. of our promotion season. And I remember, like, oh, he's going to go in and then Wilder. And he was really quite calm. And I was thinking, oh, right. And But this, yeah. He said something, like, I can't remember what player it was, but he said, I can understand why he's only got one bucket in the last two seasons because he never makes a tackle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Interesting. Like, I, I think he, uh, I think he knows what he's doing, Wilder, and it's worked for him the major vast majority of his career. I think um, he gets frustrated. I think he's
1: really emotional. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. And I think he does mm. sort of. He probably does say certain things where, he, he's sort of off the cuff and he's not sort of He's not trying to manipulate anyone. But I do think a lot of what he does. I think he sets out before an interview to say, right, this is how I'm going to play this particular interview.
0: One of the best man-managers I've ever seen. Like, yeah. Certainly, you know, I, like, and, you know, we can remember that from... Do you remember when he, like, uh, called out Henderson after he made that mistake against exactly. yeah. yeah. The global football media was, like, absolutely oh, on fire, yeah. wasn't it?
1: Yeah. I remember when we we were in the 100 promotion season when we drew with Gillingham at home 2-2, and he just absolutely slaughtered them. You're like, hang on, we're on top of the about 50 points. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. but I think he knows what he's doing. I've seen some people say, oh, he's lost the dressing room. Disagree massively. I think he knows exactly what players he can do it with. And he never slagged Leon Clark off, for instance. <laughs> and I think there are a reason behind that. Um, and I think yeah. he criticised certain other players. So
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always think Henderson is the... I don't know, almost like the litmus test of like, that's that's the thing of like, okay Wilder really knows what he's doing here like yeah, the, yeah. the way that Henderson responded to that and yeah, was just like incredibly confident character basically all the way through his United you know, career, yeah I agree, um, yep. but it, seemed, it, it interested me, yeah, it was a worthwhile it was worth watching the interview just in like a huh like maybe just I don't know, file that one away if, uh, if they have a poor start to the season mm-hmm. but I don't expect that they will particularly I mean I think I, I, I'm sure you are already but I think just generally people should be wary of that loss last week to QPR yeah. did you have you seen like the goals or the highlights I have this? yeah
1: obviously uh, Stefan makes a mistake is it Zach Steffo I he's called um, yeah I think so yeah um, he makes a bad error but Wilder says that's a foul and there's a world from Willock yeah um, who's a really good player I don't know why no one sort of is linked with him ever, because
0: I think he's a really good player. He got a he got bad injury at the end like last yeah, season, right? So yeah, that's, that, that's that is true. probably the only reason he's still there. But if he's going to do that, uh, I imagine he will not be there for too much longer. <laughs> he's only uh, 22 yeah. years old as well.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, really young player. Um, and then, obviously, the, the they got one back, and then apparently they pummeled him in the second half. Uh, got yeah. a goal back and then just missed. A, a... They've, got, they've actually got the highest XG in the entire league. Yeah, that's
0: very good. You, you're looking at my notes right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: I saw sorry, late.
1: I was like, oh
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Willocks mixed up there. Sorry, Chris Willock of QPR. Is, uh, yeah, is yeah. is 24? I I just googled uh, Willocks and it came up with uh, Joe instead of Newcastle, who is 22. Anyway, um, yes, yeah, so as you said, they, they, you know, they were they were two nil down to a, an incredible goal and then a keeper getting pushed by his own player or by a QPR player. Uh, and then they just completely switched off at a set piece. It was kind of it was a bit freakish. I think that they were three 0 down at half time, and yeah. yeah, they ended up out shooting qPR and having a, a higher exchange. I watched so them in the
1: first game against some really good Westbrook. West started really well. We've seen both their games. and I've been really mm. impressed with them in the in the first two games. um and to be fair, they created a lot of chances, particularly first off Middlesbrough. I think it'll be a really tough game,
0: yeah, and I, uh, another I, I don't want to keep bringing these up, but we we have a very poor record at the mm. Riverside as well. Would you would you like to take a guess when the last time we won at the Riverside Stadium was? The only one I can think of straight as soon as you said it, it was 1996, 97. This guy, you're a oh, Get it. No, 97 indeed. The last time we won at Riverside Stadium. Can I guess at the score is Brian Dean? Oh, do you know, I've not got that. This website doesn't have oh, I, I think you're right, think you're right here is it Dean
1: and uh, Whitehouse? Oh, I think Dean and Whitehouse, yeah. I remember watching it in the pub with my dad. I was already, I was still at school at the time. but. Remember like, oh man, we beat Middlesbrough away, because obviously Middlesbrough at that point, they did FA Cup finals and all sorts, weren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was the first season in the Championship, right? Or whatever it was, Division 1. Yeah,
1: they come back down with Giannino, Ravinelli, (laughs)
0: Gascoigne, they were ridiculous
1: thinking about it, they had Gascoigne, Mersum, Ravinelli, Giannino, (laughs) Mikel Beck were there, Emerson, Tom, not Emerson, Tom, sorry, Emerson, just the best Emerson Tom, right, went.
0: (laughs) Mikel Beck, blimey. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Um <laughs> the, the internet's letting me down here. It's it's not providing me with the information as to use. But I think you are right. I've seen I've watched the I had that on video that season, the the season review. I'm sure I've watched it a bunch of times. But anyway, twenty five years ago, last time we won there. And uh yeah, we basically just alternated for the last uh, I think the last six times we've played each other. We just the home team has won every single game. So uh yeah, Middlesbrough always lose at the lane and we always lose at the riverside. And yeah. uh yeah, it is gonna be a tough one, I think. They're they're a good team, um, but I'm excited to see uh, you know what we look like with something closer to our strongest team out there on Sunday. Which you, I would I you put the same win. team? Uh, you know, if everyone's fit. Uh, yes, just trying to think if there's anything obvious.
1: I think the only yeah. real, yeah, I think you're talking maybe. Short for Brewster, if, if anything, I think it'd be harsh on yeah. Brewster, but yeah, I think that's the only realistic sort of thing that I'd be, nah, yeah, whatever.
0: I think so as well. I'd want to see, um, I'd want to see Doyle get minutes, you know, mm. elsewhere before he becomes a like, yeah. starter, just yeah. to make sure we he actually is what we hope he is, I suppose. And, uh, yeah, any injury permitting, I'd, I'd just roll with the, yeah, pretty much the same team that played against, um, Millwall and did a did a damn fine job. Yes, down. yes. Um, yeah. So tough game, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. In terms of you know, you if you get a point or three out of that one, then yeah, it, it becomes a you know a really good start to the season from <clears> you know a, a pretty lame one after that first game. Anyway, yep. uh, any final thoughts, mate? Sorry to talk about a game I didn't actually get to. No, see. no. I really a fine that. job
1: trying to not rub rub it in your face but it was probably (laughs) the best game i've ever seen (laughs) no really really comfortable performance you can't ask for anything else like i say a lot of people after were saying oh we should have gone for more in the second half and they were that sort of you did feel like if we'd have gone for it we could have got three or four more but you know as i've sort of the dust has settled and like i say seeing comments and stuff revolution whatever on the internet it does make you sort of really respect how well we defended as well again, so really, they are a good side, Millwall they will be top set mm. this year
0: I think we'll get to that stage where we can um, excuse me, put the foot down later mm. on, when players like Kadra and hopefully McAtee, uh, Brewster Jebbison, etc um... Just before I forget by the way, I don't know if you saw this start um, Paul Eckenbottom, since he came in
1: 15 home games, 12 clean sheets
0: Yeah, and only one loss right? One loss, which were are in of all teams mm. Yeah, I suppose, it, yeah, okay, so it wasn't counting the playoffs, was it? I was thinking the Forest one. I was forget okay, yeah. the Reading. I don't know why. The
1: uh, a... uh, Reading one as well, I suppose you put, put it down as a bit of a flu. You know, we scored <laughs> in well, they scored straight away, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you see Paul pulling sorry, I've a massive tangent, Paul Hens after the Reading game. Um, <laughs> he started off, he said, uh, I just want to say a massive shout out. And you're thinking to, like, oh, you know, the team, because to my son, <laughs> Fantastic today! You're like, all right, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like Ozi Tomlin saying... scored a, a great goal. Ball accounts for. But... <laughs> <laughs> nice,
0: love it. Uh, did he say twelve clean sheets in twelve clean that? sheets in fifteen? Is what I read. Unless I've read it's... that wrong. No, you're probably right because we did. I feel like we only conceded sort of when did we play Forest in the league I feel like that was the first time we conceded at home under Heckingberg yeah
1: that's right oh yeah off a corner yeah. yeah and then Reading yeah, was, was like, the other April one April or something though.
0: League yeah league. yeah.
1: so it's just them and Reading I think he was scored against us
0: Blimey. yeah that is, that is really impressive to be honest it really is uh, I mean, March it was excuse me yeah. some of
1: the defences we had out in those games as well
0: Oof,
1: yeah that was uh,
0: Jack Robinson's season wasn't
1: it yeah Jack Robinson Kyron Gordon Ben Davis at right centre half yeah <laughs> Sariki so yeah. obviously played in one of the games, yeah. But I was born at right wing back, so. Uh,
0: but now we've got Armidodtich looking like the uh, the best thing since Chris Basham. Oh, Hang
1: so. on, we conceded against Middlesbrough, so I must have read that wrong because
0: obviously it West. God up, it of... I don't know. That a... yeah, that,
1: maybe that's what it is. They just not bother counting
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, West fell over. I don't think that counts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right mate, well I think that's uh, I think that's all we've got for this one. Uh yeah, we'll follow the follow the cup game as best we can and mm-hmm. hopefully get to watch the, the Borough game on Sunday as well. Yeah. And then uh yeah, I'm now even more excited for Sunderland at home because mm. uh yes, finally I will get to go to Lane. Touch wood. I can't still be testing negative. It, uh, testing positive then surely. I'd be like well, some kind of I think it'd be on TV fruit. if you did.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh what you got to plug?
1: Uh, view from Millwall, very, very fair, in fairness to it. Mm. They get a lot of stick, obviously, Millwall, but some really good media content, Millwall, which I found. They've got a lot of good podcasts and stuff, although I listened to one which were amazingly named, Actong Millwall. Oh, God. Uh, And it was one of the most, like, one of the guys was so bitter. It was sort of like, they were just cheating, you know, and dive typical Northern team diving all over the place. (laughs) But, but yeah, the view from itself were really, uh, really fair.
0: Yeah, Millwall... Strange dichotomy of like really funny mm. commenters and then the racism. So he's yeah. like Danny Baker and Rod Little, some of them perfect. Yeah, well, there we go. That is Roy's dot com. Uh, and yeah, we'll uh follow you at Panchero on Twitter follow me at Blades And uh, yeah, thanks very much for not rubbing my face in it too much. Right? <laughs> I, I'm I, I have to say, I turned notifications off on my on Twitter on Saturday because I was like, you get <laughs> such a lovely time are you yeah. going to all the places that i'd suggested we go
1: yeah you you planned that you planned the night and you weren't even there we we're waiting for a for a drink for about six hours in one of them so you can yeah <laughs> you could take the blame for that
0: <laughs> god damn it well hopefully uh hopefully chad will be over again at some point um yeah. and and noah make an appearance as well because yeah, yeah. I, was, I was really disappointed i didn't get to i uh, didn't get to meet him in the flesh and uh yeah, I have met Travelling Blade, of course, only only fairly briefly. So, uh, yeah. yeah, shame to miss out on uh, going out for a few drinks with him and, and the rest of you as well. But never mind, mate. Don't yeah, slide the Pink game. Floyd
1: off in front of Travelling Blade. That's my
0: advice. Don't slide Pink Floyd off. Yeah.
1: He's, is he a. Big Pink a... Floyd yeah. fan. Yeah. So, um, and I'm yeah, that. night ended in violence, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy.
0: All right, mate. Well, thank you so much for uh, picking up my slack there and giving us the thoughts on the games that I didn't get to see. And, uh, yeah, I will catch up with you very soon indeed. Thank you very
1: much, mate. Cheers.